You're listening to the West Side Podcast, a part of the L.A. International Church of Christ Family of Churches, worshiping God in L.A. since 1989. Thank you. So it's been great. I've loved um, having our focus on Jesus this year. Uh, it is amazing. Uh, Hebrews chapter 12 is incredible. Um, even just, you know, the, the lessons that we've had about throwing off everything that hinders the sin that so easily entangles, and Steve preaching about running with endurance last week. But what do we do with that? That's, that's the key. So tonight we're going to be talking about VIM. Does anyone know what this, that acronym is for? Anyone heard of it before? No. So in Latin, VIM just means strength or fortitude or determination, that kind of type of word. So Dallas Willard, who you may well hear a lot of references to over the next few weeks and months, um, as you heard me mention, he's a, or he was, he's passed away now, he was a philosophy lecturer, not at UCLA, I got that wrong, Steve let me know, he was at USC, okay, but (laughs) he, um, okay, okay, all right, Trojans calm down, okay. So, but he, as I mentioned, he did a lot of work and really was at the forefront of this whole thing of spiritual formation. Jesus and God, of course, were at the very forefront. But in terms of um, being able to make it even more kind of tangible for us, um, he's done incredible work on that. And, you know, his whole thing is about Christ being formed within us. That's the key. That's the goal for us as disciples. So tonight we're going to focus in on something that he put together, which was called Vim, and I'll explain what that is in a moment. But I want to read um, a quote from him to begin with. And this is what Dallas Willard said. As a genuine disciple or apprentice of Jesus, we become caught up in his vision of the goodness and the greatness of God And of life in his kingdom. So that's what we focus on. On his goodness, his greatness, and our life in his kingdom. On that basis, we are with Jesus by choice, by grace, learning from him how to live our lives in his kingdom. To live in the kingdom means to live within the range of God's effective will with his life flowing within us. Another good way of putting this is to say that as a disciple, we are learning from Jesus to live our lives as if he were living his life in us. Not us living our lives with some Christian activity thrown in for good measure. But us Him living his life in us. We're not necessarily learning to do everything he did, but we're learning how to do everything in a manner and from the source from which he did all that he did. I'll say that again. We're learning to do all that he did in a way from the source that he got his strength from, which is, of course, God. And when we're able to to fully grasp that and understand that, that there is a well that is never-ending, 
There is a river that never dries up. That that is what we get our source from. Then the life that we get to live is amazing. That's the John 10.10 life. Of living life to the full. Not necessarily going to be easy. Challenges along the way. But it's an amazing life if we allow God to form Christ within us. Let's pray. Almighty God, we sincerely come to you today, Father. Humble, grateful, excited for this journey that you have called us to. Whether we're right at the very beginning of learning about Jesus or whether we've been a disciple for 30, 40 years, we're excited, Father, because we know that Jesus, Jesus is the answer. In him we have the fullness of you living. He is the one that gives us life fulfillment and purpose and meaning. And God, we're sorry. We're sorry, God, that sometimes we, we rely on ourselves. Sometimes, God, we allow ourselves to limit you at work within us. And so today, Father, we humbly sit before your feet, Father, wanting to learn what this life in Christ truly looks like if we've not attained it already. God, give us wisdom. Help us to understand ourselves so that we can greater understand what it means to live in Christ. Father, guide us tonight. Help us to leave here with a renewed vision, a renewed determination. God, a renewed conviction to just simply sit at your feet and learn from you. We love you. We thank you for this fellowship and all that you're doing. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Okay, so what is VIM? So VIMS is an acronym, and it stands for these three things. So the first one is vision. And so vision is things that we need to clearly understand. So Jesus came, and he was wanting people to understand that there is a kingdom of God for all people, whether you are Jews or Gentiles, anybody could be in this kingdom, and that in this kingdom we have life to the full. This is the only way to live our lives. That's a pretty amazing vision. And Jesus preached that constantly. Those kingdom verses are amazing. So that is vision. The big picture. The I stands for intention. The intention is, what are the values that we need to be able to commit to, to be able to live that life to the full within the kingdom of God? What are the values that it takes And Jesus taught that we need to be obedient to him, that we need to submit ourselves to him, of course. But ultimately, the values are life in Christ. That the only way we can enjoy life in the kingdom is by life through Jesus and in Jesus. No other name under heaven by which we can be saved. It's all about him. And that was our worship evening last Wednesday. And so the M stands for means. And this is then, what do we then do with that well-intended intention, with that amazing vision that's before us? What do we do? What is our part? And that is us obeying Jesus and putting into practice the spiritual disciplines that he himself practiced. Did he need to? No, because he was God in flesh. But why did he pray? Why did he spend time in solitude? 
so that he could show us how to walk with God, to live life to the full in God's kingdom. So that's what VIM stands for. You see, we must have vision in order to grasp and be ravished by that vision in order to truly want to even change in the first place. Intention. We've got to be serious about being a disciple. You know, when I, when I first came out to the church in 1995 in London, this was exactly what I was looking for because I'd seen people trying to live their life as Christians, but it was almost powerless. Because I never really saw people truly living as disciples of Jesus. Because that's the thing that makes the difference. But it's more than just the intention, isn't it, of wanting to be a disciple. It's how do we truly go about it, and that's where the means come in. But even means by themselves are not an end within themselves. They're just a means to an end. They're just methods that we put into practice to, 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 to draw from that well. And what are some of the means? Well, there are things like solitude, memorization and meditation on scriptures, fellowship. This is a means, by the way, what, what you've decided to do today. Accountability to others, prayer, fasting, all of those things. By putting those things into practice, we get to carry out this intention and live within that vision. Okay, so what we're going to do today is a little bit of interactive um, an interactive midweek. So here we have a, a verse, a well-known passage, and I'm going to read it out. And what I'd like you, to, and then we're going to, I'm going to walk you through how to identify vision, intention, and means within Scripture. And then I'm going to give you a couple of exercises to do and to figure out where the vision, intention, and means are in some verses. Okay? So here's the verse: Second Peter chapter one, ten through ten to eleven. Therefore, brothers and sisters, be all the more diligent to make certain about his calling and choosing for you. For as long as you practice these things, you will never stumble. For in this way, the entrance into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, will be abundantly supplied to you. An amazing verse. Incredible. And what he's talking about is, remember it says, and add to your faith goodness and to goodness brotherly kindness and all of those things. He's saying, listen, if you are diligent in adding these things to your faith, you're going to grow. They are the means, by the way, okay? Adding those things in, putting those things into practice. So in this particular verse, where do you think the vision might be? What is the big picture vision within this these two verses. And at this early stage, there are no wrong answers, okay? But give us some thought. What do you think? Where is the vision within these, this, these two verses? If you think you know, you can raise your hand. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Okay. Anyone else want to try? Uh, Reese. This one? Correct. That's the one. Yeah. <laughs> there is a right answer. Okay. So, yeah, this is the vision. Entrance 
into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ will be abundantly supplied. Can you imagine that day when our time is up and Jesus is there, just arms open, just welcoming us home, giving you a huge hug, not a side hug, but a huge full frontal embrace. And he says, well done. I'm so proud of you. You were amazing. And now you are home. What an amazing day that will be. That's the vision. That's the goal. Okay, so next, going back, where do you think is the intention? Scott? That one? Very true. Nice. Good job. Yeah. That's the intention. It's not, it's, not the, it's not the big picture, but it's kind of the values that are needed in order to achieve that vision. They're the values. And the values there are being really diligent about the life that we've been called to live. Real diligence. Not just, you know, blase. Hey, I go to church on Sundays. Yeah, I pray sometimes. Read my Bible. Yeah. Wow, Christianity is not very fulfilling. No wonder. Diligent. Like it's the most important thing in our lives. Diligence. Which means then that the means is what? Practice. Practice these things. And you will never stumble. Wow, that's quite a promise, isn't it? Never stumble. Paul writes the same thing, actually, in Romans chapter 7. And he's like, if, by this, Romans 8, if, by the Spirit, you put to death the things of the flesh. He says, they can be put to death, but you've got to do it by the Spirit of God. You can't do it yourself. You can do it. And that's what Peter is saying here as well. Okay, so, I've got two scriptures, and the brothers are going to hand out some scripture, some sheets for you, and we've also got pens, if you don't have them. And what I'd like you to do is figure out, so we'll do this one first, where is the vision, where is the intention, and where is the means of these two verses. Okay? So they're being handed out. If you need a pen, please let the brothers know as well. And what I'd like you to do is do it on your own, first of all. Okay? Figure it out by yourself. Then you can compare notes with the person next to you only after you've done it yourself first. So where is the vision? Where is the intention? Where are the means? Okay, so only do the Hebrews 12. We'll do the Hebrews, the Romans 12 in a second. Okay, when you're done, just check with the person next to you. See if you're on the same page. And then come up with a consensus. Okay, let's see how you did. Alright, which brave soul would like to give it a go? So which is vision? Zahid. Vision. Yeah, I saw you raise your hand.
Okay. How many of you agree with that? Yes? Okay, I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> it's a good try. It's a good try. Okay. Mr. Jackson. Where do we see that in this? <laughs> where do we where does it say that in this thank you for trying appreciate that I, hey it's good okay uh, Reese run with endurance That's the one. So, you guys are noisy. Okay, calm down. Listen, let me explain. So, in this in this verse, we are told that we're all running a race, but the vision is that we are able to not run this race aimlessly, but we're to run this race with endurance. It has a single focus within this verse. Everything points to that. Okay? To be able to run with endurance. That things come our way and we just power through. That troubles at work or life, family life or school, whatever, it doesn't matter. It doesn't shake our faith. Okay? That's the vision. So, what is the intention? Who likes... Oh! Okay. Melissa. Okay, looking to Jesus. So looking to Jesus, focusing on Jesus, okay? Yes. I changed that just because that's our theme. I changed it that way. But yeah, looking to Jesus is the intention. That's the intention. Because, oh, can someone let Ben in at the back, please? Thank you. So this is the intention because Jesus has the values that we need in order to be able to run the race with endurance. Does that make sense? Okay. Therefore, the means by which we're able to do that is to lay aside everything that hinders the sin that so easily entangles. Okay? Two out of three, not bad. Pretty good. 66%. Okay. <laughs> Alright, next one. Romans 12. This is the last one. Okay, last one. Romans 12. So, do it on your own first. Okay, let's see how you did. Zahid, you ready? Okay. Alright, so, amazing verse. Incredible verse, as we know. Um, what is the vision? Where is, it, where is this verse leading to? Where is the final goal within this verse? Oscar. Spiritual worship. Good try. Good try. Jody. Another good try. Another good try. Okay, Robin. 
<laughs> That's it. So, yeah. So again, the entire verse leads to this. Everything leads and points to this. If you think about it, if we're able to live our Christian lives in such a way that in every single situation we're able to discern God's will, His good, pleasing and perfect will in everything. Isn't isn't that an amazing way to live our Christian lives? That's the goal. Okay, so that's the vision. Right. Intention. What do we think? Okay, at the back. Very good. That's it. Excellent. So, here Paul says, the value that's needed as to how we are able to discern is that we, we constantly just surrender ourselves to God. Those things that are just getting in the way where we try to live out our will instead of his will. And the only way we can do that is by surrendering and offering ourselves to God. Now, that's a value. Within that, do we know how to do that within this, that particular bit? Just within that highlighted verse, we don't know how to do it. It's just an ideal. Okay? So, what, is the, what are the means? What are the means? PJ. That's it. To not conform to the pattern of the world. But be transformed by the renewing of our minds. Alright. Give yourselves a round of applause. Very good. So, this, what I want to present to you is that this is an amazing way to look at scripture. Okay? You'll see it all over that there's, you'll find there are, there are, there's vision, God's vision for us. But he doesn't just leave it as a vision, as some kind of, you know, philosophical thought. He says, hey, this is how you do it. These are the values that it takes. This is what you need to do to put it into practice. He gives us everything we need for life and godliness. Right there. We just have to, I think, look at things in a different way. The reason why this is so important, and I'm going to go back to just a couple of, um, Articles I read and things. So, the challenge is we want to be obedient to to the scriptures. We all want to follow Jesus, correct? But just coming to church, like I said, doesn't cut it. Just reading our Bibles and praying, that just those things by themselves are good. But if that's if that's the, the limit of our Christianity then we are robbing ourselves of this amazing life in Christ. We're not allowing God to speak through us and for us to wrestle with the scriptures, to think, how can I put this into practice? How can it really begin to be realized within my life? And so, ultimately, our ultimate vision for this year is that Christ will be formed within us and that we will look like a different person by the end of the year. Our intention must be that we make space within our lives to engage with God. That's what our quiet times are for. 
But our means is then we use the spiritual disciplines and the practices to get rid of everything that entangles, to just figure out how do I really live out. Now one of the things that I spoke about was the idea of um, that on this spiritual journey we have our impulse-driven will, which is where we just react to stuff, and then we have a reflective will, which is where we really think about Is this God's will for my life? Should I really be doing this? Should I be looking at that? Should I be thinking this? Should I be speaking in this particular way? And the more that we begin to kind of wrestle with our impulse-driven will, and we allow the reflective will to take place, then the more that Christ can be formed within us. Okay? So this is my personal vim for this year. And it's based on Galatians 5, verse 16, and 22 to 25. And it's all about living by the Spirit of God and keeping in step. So verse, 15, verse 16 says, walk by, sorry, live by the Spirit, or walk in the Spirit. Verse 22 to 25 talks about, you know, putting on, of course, that we have the fruits of the Holy Spirit, but living by the Spirit. Within that, those, all of those verses we see vision, intention, and means. But my, for me personally, I would like to, for the, by the end of this year, that Christ embodied, that my embodied will will be that of Christ. That, it, that in all things it will just be habitual. That I'll think, without even wrestling, a righteous thought. That there won't even be impure thoughts or unrighteous thoughts within me. That my, even with my thoughts, I will be so transformed. But I have to make sure that my impulse-driven will is squashed so that my reflective will can begin to grow. And then in doing that, so that's my vision. But my intention is that at every point I'm trying to align myself with Christ in every thought, in every word, and in every action. That's what I'm trying to do. How I do that is I slow down and I begin to replace the impulsive will with the reflective will. So that's what, this is what I'm working on for me this year. Okay? How about for you? What I'd like you to do, and I'm not saying you have to come up with the answer today, but on your sheet... The last box is this, for you to take away as homework. How would you like to be more like Christ by the end of 2024? What does your life in Christ look like in 11 months' time? Who do you want to be? What things do you want to be rid of? What things do you want to have those things replaced with? What does that look like? What, and then that's your vision. Okay, so you place that in the first box. For you, what are the values that you need in order to be able to get there? And maybe there's a scripture that you could use to help you formulate your vision, intention and means. As I said, mine was Galatians 5. How will you do it? How will you achieve that? What is it going to take for you to get to that point? There are your means. So what I'd like you to do is take it away. We're going to have a time of prayer in a moment. But take it away with you. If you need any help with this, please come and talk. Let me know. Um, and, you know, be able to help you with that. But find a verse. 
What has God already been placing on your heart that you need to be focusing on this year? Maybe there's been something from the first two sermons. Maybe there's something from today. Whatever it might be. Okay? All right. Wonderful. Okay. It is eight o'clock. We try to finish in an hour. What I'm going to do is I'd like us to go back to the scripture that we had at the very beginning. And I'd like you to pray with the person next to you and pray this scripture. Okay, this is all about us being transformed into the likeness of Christ. And if you don't know yet exactly what that's going to look like for you, then that's okay. Just pray that with the person next to you. Okay, and then we don't, we don't have to ju- leave the room. You know, we're, we're welcome to, to stay and fellowship and hang out. If you have finished with the pens, please, if you could pass them back so we could use them for next time as well. Okay, so right now just pray with the person next to you. Pray this prayer and and also just for God to place on your heart your vim for this year. You've just listened to the Westside Podcast. For more information about our ministry, please visit thewestsidechurch.com or laicc.net.